and welcome to my first ever podcast episode, Confused, Angry and Funny, with me, Jessica Hickey. <laughs> I don't think I can take myself seriously, to be fair. Um, but yeah, this is, this is happening, this is a thing. And I guess for the first episode, I thought I'd talk about why I'm doing this and have a little bit of a chin wag, shall we? So let's go right into it. If, if you feel like I'm, like, freaking out every now and then, it's because I'm so scared that the microphone's going to fuck up like it has been. <laughs> I'm terrified. So I keep checking Mark's comments to see... <laughs> Mark's, like, my go-ahead man. <laughs> Mark tells me that something's going wrong, something's going wrong, we have to quickly change it. Um, but, okay, let's get into this, shall we? Let's go. Okay. So the reason why I wanted to do a podcast trigger warning (laughs) I will be talking about sexual assault and mental health issues if this is something that you're not comfortable with that's okay baby boo you go out of here click off this goddamn video don't ever have to listen to my voice ever again and just chill it's honestly fine just go off this video and come back on another day. Um, But we will be talking about sexual harassment and we're also talking about mental health. Just a warning. I I don't know when it was, actually. Now, like, really thinking about it, I genuinely don't know when it was. It was, like, a couple of months ago, really, um, when the whole Sarah incident was happening. So a girl called Sarah was in London walking home on an average day got sexually assaulted and got murdered as well um got murdered is not the correct way to talk jesus christ jess got murdered was murdered oh my goodness um that this whole thing sparked an outrage in women and the reason why it sparked an outrage in women i think is because we're so sick and tired of this happening to us like us walking down the street is not safe anymore and that's not fair like it's not fair and then there were people saying well women should be on a curfew and it's like well maybe you should teach men not to be wankers you know there's like (laughs) there was this massive uproar in like society really every single country was going through it um all expressing their thoughts and feelings and emotions about sexual harassment, about sexual assault, about murder, about rape, about all these issues that we should be having healthy discussions and dialogues about, right? You'd think. Hang on. (laughs) Um, So it turns out I personally cannot have those conversations um, because any time I tried to, oh my God, it was horrific. So I uploaded a video onto Instagram. Oh my God, I am actually gonna have to just get my dog. Tilly? Tilly, how about no? Here's my dog. Yeah, shut up, man. You're so loud for no reason. You're ruining my podcast. You're still going. It's just really rude, Tilly, to be honest with you. You can see the amount of effort I've gone into this and you continue to behave in such nasty manner. Yeah? Anyway, what was I saying? (laughs) What was I saying? In the real, I was talking about sexual harassment when women walk down the street and a man just catcalls at us. Now, catcalling is sexual harassment. It is a sexual harassment and I don't want to hear anything other than it is, do you know what I mean? Um, and I made it. It made I made it light-hearted. I made it into a bit of a joke, like we could all, you know, relate to it or whatever. And I posted it on Instagram, expecting the same sort of, expecting the same sort of. I don't even know what the word is, but reaction. Reaction is the word. I was expecting the same sort of reaction. But uh, no, didn't receive that. Instead, I received multiple DMs from men telling me how I should enjoy being catcalled. Yeah, I received DMs from men saying that I I shouldn't complain about these things, about being catcalled. I should take it as a compliment that him and his his family and his his I think he mentioned his mum. 
<laughs> he was like, my mum, my mum loves being catcalled, so you should too. Well, darling, I am not one, your mother, so um, I don't know what that has to do with me at all. Um, and number two, if I get upset about something, I'm allowed to be upset about it, do you know what I mean? Like, this guy just ran me saying to me, like, oh, you should treat it as a compliment. No, I don't want to treat it as a compliment. I got offended personally, and you should just leave it as that. How about you stay in your own lane? Um, <laughs> so I had this one particular man. So I thought, this is so bizarre. I'll upload it on my Instagram story. Well, it was the worst decision I think I've ever bloody made. I, I've, I've been 100% honest. The worst decision ever. So... I ended up getting so many messages and comments on this video. I mean, you can still, if you want to, look at the video and you can see all the view, all the comments and stuff. It was really bad. Um, Tilly, shush, so rude. Um, it was really bad. It was just full of men basically saying that, like, 97... So, in the UK, I should really preface this, really. In the UK, there was an article going around with a statistic saying that 97% of women in the UK have been sexually harassed. I think that was the statistic. And... Or it was along the lines of that. Don't quote me. <laughs> um, so, that statistic went round, and men saw that and was like, oh, instead of, you know, seeing that and thinking there's a problem in our society, they thought, no, it's not fucking true, and any time a woman mentions it, I'm going to kick the fuck off. So... People were mentioning the in the in the comments like ninety seven percent of women haven't been sexually assaulted. It's a fucking lie. It's bullshit. Just all sorts. It was ridiculous. So I ended up um, getting very upset about the whole situation. Obviously, I mean I'm not being funny. I upload a video that. I didn't even mention Sarah. I didn't even mention anything like that. And these men are just targeting it and they got so angry it was crazy and I was like Jesus Christ what the hell do I do so I was like getting really anxious Mark has put sexual harassment is definitely a problem I'm glad you posted those videos the hater men suck oh a hundred percent um so yeah I what was I saying oh my god I'm getting so sidetracked like my brain is going like I've not had a coffee today and I feel like it's actually made me worse anyway what was I saying? Sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. And then I received, and this is a big trigger warning, we are going to be talking about sexual harassment and assault. Um, a man decided to DM me saying that I should enjoy being sexually harassed and that I should enjoy being raped and that he will find me, rape me, and film it and laugh and smile while he was doing it. And that I should be smiling and laughing too because at the end of the day, it's not rape, it's sex is what the man said. Now, mm, there's a lot of things to unpack in this one DM, isn't there, really? First of all, rape is rape. It's not just sex, it is rape. Two, I will not enjoy rape. I will never enjoy rape. No person on this world will ever enjoy that and how dare you sit and sexually assault me and do all these things with me which was so scary like I don't I don't know if they I don't know if they know my address I don't know if they're gonna come for me I don't know if this is real I don't know if this is legit but all I know is that these men are scary and that's it. The DMs was terrifying. They were so scary to me. Um, so I I had an absolute mental breakdown, lads. I cannot lie to you. I had an absolute mental breakdown. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. I felt like anything I put out, people were just hating on it and being me. I really couldn't handle it. I really couldn't handle it mentally, having all of that on me. And then after that, what kind of happened afterwards was still really shit, <laughs> was basically, um, uh, I then started going up to people who I know in real life, like family members, friends, as well as people who I just know online, and I would say, like, I, I feel really shit about the whole situation, what do you think? And people were genuinely saying to me, I just don't think you should have said anything in the first place. And I was like, 
what? What do you mean you don't think I should have said anything in the first place? And they're just like, I really, I think there are some things that you should not talk about. And I think that um, sexual harassment and sexual assault is something that you shouldn't talk about because you you clearly offend, like you get upset about it and I just don't think you should post about it anymore. And I was like, wow, that's not something I thought my friends and family and people who I know would say. I really thought that people would be like, oh no, Jess, fuck them. You know, we can move on together. We've got this together. I'll be there to support you. I wasn't expecting people to say, well, no, you shouldn't have posted about it in the first place. And there are some things that should be left unsaid. And I I didn't understand it because I was so outraged by men feeling the need to do this to me that I, I was, of course, I was going to speak up about issues that affect me personally. Of course, I'm going to speak up on issues that affect millions of people on a day-to-day basis. And why the fuck shouldn't I? Do you know what I mean? I was just sitting there like, well, I have a voice. I have a platform, a pretty big platform that I never thought I'd ever have. And I'm going to use it for fucking good. So fuck you for telling me otherwise. And I was so angry. And I started to believe it. I really started to believe it. I started to think, well, maybe I won't post about politics maybe I won't post about sexual harassment sexual assault I won't post about things that actually matter to me matter in my life um matter about everything like that I I was like maybe I shouldn't I would just leave it to everyone else to talk about and I won't be the person to talk about it um and I I felt so I felt so like I couldn't chat I couldn't talk about things I wanted to I couldn't go on towards that Um, And everyone was telling me that it was kind of like my fault that these men were messaging me and that I shouldn't take it so personally and whatever. So after that happened, I took a break. And when I took a break, I came back and started doing TikTok live streams. I'm live streaming now. I bloody love a live stream. I love a live stream because we can chat. Like, we'll go to the comments now. So there's Morgan. Audio's all good. Thank you, Morgan. I love you. Um, We've got Mark. Mark is very vocal in the chat, guys. Mark is talking. Mark is saying, holy crap, that's messed up. That guy needs to be reported. Who sent you that? Well, Mark, I did report the man. I blocked them. I blocked everyone who was being nasty to me and everything. Like, don't worry. All good. All sorted. But yeah, what was scary about most of the men as well, like, can we talk about the fact that most of the men who were posting this about me, like, saying really nasty stuff, all of their profiles had hit them with their little girls. Like, I shit you not, all of them were fathers with little girls. All of them. So, that was crazy. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I love live stream, as I was saying. So, I was on TikTok and... I was talking about, again, sexual harassment, and I got banned for talking about inappropriate shit. I don't fucking know. Um, And then I got banned again for sexual nudity when I didn't have any sexual nudity at all. I literally looked like this. I looked like fine. Uh, For those of you who are hearing the audio, I'm just wearing a little top thing. (laughs) I'm not naked. Uh, (laughs) And, um, yeah, so I got banned for that. And then this girl goes on my TikTok live stream, starts calling me ugly, starts saying I'm, like, the worst person in the world and that I'm, like, the... Like, she was saying all sorts. And I just went to her, like, look, I hope your heart gets bigger. I'm giving you all the love in the world. There's a reason why you obviously are unhappy that you want to talk horrible stuff about me. That's fine. Um, Anyway, did that. (laughs) And uh, I got banned for bullying. I got banned for bullying when this girl had come on my fucking live stream and bullied me. So I was, I, I wasn't happy about it. I, I won't lie to you, I was not happy about it. Um, so yeah, so I've got people in real life giving me absolute shit for, you know, saying, oh, you shouldn't be speaking about these issues, you should just stay quiet, just shut your fucking mouth, kind of thing. And then I had people on Instagram being nasty to me, saying, shut the fuck up, what do you know, you know nothing. And then I had TikTok, like, banning me. I genuinely have never felt like I never had a voice so much in my life. I had nowhere to go. Like, I couldn't go on TikTok, I couldn't live stream it, I couldn't go on Instagram, people were being horrible to me. I genuinely had nowhere. There was no safe space for me to talk. And I feel like that was a lot 
a lot for other women as well. A lot of other women experienced this when the whole thing was happening with Sarah and the movement talking about sexual harassment, sexual assault. I feel like a lot of women felt so more silenced than ever. Like, yes, people were finally listening to us, but I never felt more ignored. I was just screaming into this void. And I was like, please, someone fucking help me, please. And there was no one there. I'm going to cry. I can hear it in my voice. It's wobbling. I've got a frog in my throat. Um, I can hear it in my voice. I am going to cry. I'm not. I'm going to try not to. Everything I thought was right was wrong. Anything I thought was right, whatever. You know the fucking saying. I'm not going to repeat it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I had absolutely nowhere to go. And one of my friends, Morgan, had mentioned before, previously, that he feels like I would be really good at a podcast. And I was like, no fucking way. Anyone will want to hear me rambling on for an hour. <laughs> I don't even want to hear me rambling on for an hour, let alone someone else. So I thought, no way. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, actually, fuck yeah. It's a place I can talk and chat the most shit and no one can say anything. Well, they can say something. That's not true. Um, they can definitely say stuff. <laughs> they can definitely tell me to fuck off. But, you know... I thought it would be a place I can actually like discuss thoughts and feelings about this week and have a little chinwag with everyone. That's what I thought. Um, and the reason why this podcast is called Confused, Angry and Horny is because in my last year at university, I'd made a solo show. And this is kind of where these two things, I'm going to let Tilly go now. Everyone say goodbye to Tilly. Tilly, say goodbye to everyone. What have you got to say? That was so insightful. You are such a clever doggy. Okay, bye everyone. Bye Tilly. As I was saying, I did a solo show when it was my first year of university and it was about uh, sexual health and sex education in the UK system and I loved it. It was literally 25 minutes of me talking and I loved it. This was before I did any social media, this was before TikTok, before YouTube, before anything and I had a space to just talk about whatever I wanted to and people were talking back to me, I loved it. And um, yeah, so I spoke about sexual health, spoke about sexual education or the lack thereof in the UK system. So I, I loved it and I called it confused, angry and slightly horny because that's how I feel the majority of the time and especially when it comes to sex education, I felt confused about the fact that no one's talking about half the things that actually go on during sex in sex education and I left sex education feeling more confused than I did end it I left a sex education angry as well because of the lack of information I received and because of just people being wankers <laughs> in the UK and uh, slightly horny because everyone's always slightly horny uh, the, the podcast name's a bit too long so I just changed it to just horny uh, which is more maybe fitting to be fair <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and that's kind of how this happened. The two kind of things of me wanting to do a podcast, it kind of being in the air, me completely being neglected, 100% neglected um, when it came to the whole situation of sexual harassment and things and all that abuse or whatever. That, me getting pissed off, I was so angry, guys, I cannot even express to you. I was literally sitting there shaking. One minute I'd be crying because a man would tell me those awful things, and then the next minute I would get so fucking vexed because I'd just be like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Like, that's all I felt. I was like, just fuck you for thinking those things, fuck you for trying to think those things and then put it onto my page, which is full of wonderful people who do not need that negativity and that was also something I was really self-conscious about was the fact that these men are posting these comments I can take it whatever but there might be a girl or a boy or whoever that looks at that and thinks oh well maybe my sexual harassment wasn't wasn't worthy wasn't actually sexual harassment and that would fucking kill me so I felt like I had this responsibility to stand up to it uh, so all of that, all of these emotions, all of these feelings, plus the solo show, all kind of combined to create this podcast. Um, 
Fucking hell, that took me 30 minutes to explain why I'm doing a podcast, but there you go. There's my fucking long story for you. Um, but yeah, that is, that's basically it. And what I want this podcast to kind of be is just to be chatty, whatever, we get on with it. We do what we want to do. We talk about whatever and anything. So whilst we're talking about sexual harassment, sexual assault, I thought it would be a brilliant, <laughs> I don't know if brilliant is the word actually, I thought it would be a brilliant idea to like, um, <laughs> to go on to Reddit and find unpopular opinions and ask Reddit pages talking about sexual harassment and we could have a little chat about it, shall we? Um, This is on Ask Reddit, which fucking, first of all, if you're not on Reddit, you should be. It's bloody hilarious. Um, This is Ask Reddit, so this is what one person's put. If you are a woman, what is the youngest age you can remember being sexually harassed? And all of the comments are like, holy shit, this is alarming. And let's, like, actually explore this, shall we? So this person's put six. Um, six years old. Six years old. Are you joking me? Like, six? Being sexually harassed at the age of six. Ugh, just by another minor, 11. By another adult, 13. 13. These are such low numbers. Like, if you look at every single one of these numbers, it's, like, so devastatingly low. And you're meant to say to me that sexual harassment doesn't happen. That's, like, literally what these men were saying on my, like, Instagram. Sexual harassment isn't a thing. Sexual harassment isn't a thing. You should you should enjoy it. You should like it. Whatever. You're telling me a six-year-old should enjoy sexual harassment. No one, no matter what age you are, no matter what gender, no matter what, you sh- you cannot enjoy sexual harassment. Fuck you for even trying to say that. Like, it's so incredible to me that people actually think like this. So, um, what I thought we could, like, I would talk about, like, my first experiences. So, I, my first experience when I was sexually harassed, I mean, to be fair, like, really thinking about it, when I was, like, eight or something, but my first time I really remember it, and it being a massive thing, was when I was, I was, like, 13, I think, I was, like, 13 years old, and, um, I got off the bus, and I was walking to my house, and I was walking down the road, and we were going past the Londies, which is, like, a convenience store on the end of the street, I go past it, and these big group of boys all just find me. They were in sixth form, because I knew the uniform. It was a sixth form uniform. And um, they were all surrounding me. They crowded me. And they were all chatting. I don't even remember what they were saying, but I was so, like, overwhelmed by them that I was just a bit like, ugh. Um, So I carried on walking. And then they tried to pull down my skirt multiple times and rip open my top and try and touch my boobs. I have never run so fast in my actual life. Like, I was running and running and running, um, and I finally reached home. When I reached home, I was crying, and my mum was like, what the fuck has happened to you? Um, and I, I I said, I was like, well, I've, I think I've just been sexually harassed. Like, well, I don't think I actually said that. I mean, I was 13, so I probably didn't say that. I was probably like, someone was touching me, help me, whatever. Um, so my mum and dad and brother try and find the men, to, well, I say men, 18, but I suppose, yeah, actually, yeah, men, uh, try and find the people that did it to me, um, couldn't find them anywhere, fine, whatever, uh, rung the police, now this is where it got interesting, rung the police because my mum was like, she kind of said to me, she was like, I want to teach you that sexual harassment and sexual assault is not okay on any grounds, and it should be taken seriously, and it is taken seriously, so we're going to get the police involved, we're going to ring the police right now, me and you, and we're going to get them over, and we're going to sort this out, because this is the way it should be, and that filled me with so much confusion, I suppose, yeah, definitely, but like, also in a weird way, love, like, I felt so heard from my family, that they were like, right, something bad has happened to you, we're sorting it out, we're going to the police. And it it all went in my mind and I was like, okay, so things like this shouldn't happen, they're not normal and I have the right 
to be upset about them. And it, I felt validated. I felt completely validated until uh, until the police came. Uh, the police came and they basically was like, so what happened? I explained the story. I said, I can get CCTV. They were like, yeah, we'll get that. They never got CCTV. We had to go to Londy's ourselves and get the CCTV over the boys. I mean, to be fair, it was quite grainy and you couldn't really see it, but you can definitely see the group of boys all congregating together and chasing me down the road. Like, you could see that. Um, so it wasn't concrete evidence as per se, but still the police didn't actually care. They didn't want to go look, find it. And then I said to them, they're all from Campion Six. Oh. Fuck it. <laughs> They're all from Campion Six form. I said it. I said the name. Fuck it. Sue me. Um, they're all from Campion Six form. And I know they were all from Campion Six form because I literally saw their fucking <laughs> their fucking blazers. Like it had the label on it. I know where they were from. And I know that there's only two years in sixth form. I could literally remember their faces. So I said to them, like, I know what school it is. If you take me into the school, I can literally sit there into a fucking book and find in a yearbook who were the people who did this to me. And they were like, mm, seems like a lot of time and effort, but we'll make an assembly about it. I know someone who was in the sixth, who was in Campion at the time, and they said that there was never like an assembly, there was never anything serious happened. So essentially, I just got completely ignored by the police and was just told to just kind of get over it. I didn't receive anything like, oh, if you're going to experience some trauma in, in the next few years or whatever, I didn't receive anything like that. I just received, oh, that sucks. Hope you're doing okay tomorrow though. Bye. <laughs> That's literally what I got. So I I think, actually really thinking about it, like if we're going to get all therapist-y, um, I think that when the whole thing was happening on Instagram with all these men coming towards me about sexual harassment, I think those feelings from when I was younger kind of crept in of feeling like no one's listening to me, no one's understanding what I'm saying and I just feel like I'm just on my own just screaming to avoid kind of thing um I mean sexual harassment and sexual assault I genuinely believe is a thing that most women will experience in some ways in their life and to be fair even most men like a hundred percent is something that most people will experience and I think that's really fucked up that we just kind of accept this in society we're just like okay yeah that's fine everyone has it it's good no no we shouldn't just accept these as societal norms. We should be fighting them every fucking day, and I'm never going to stop fighting them. Um, <laughs> I'll fucking tell you that now. <laughs> Young ages is not unheard of, of, like, sexual harassment and sexual assault. It happens all the fucking time. It happens constantly. Like, you'll go into a club. Like, I was in a club once, and this guy literally, like, tried to, like, assault me, like, really badly in front of loads of people, and everyone was just like, yeah, that's club culture. Fucking club culture? That ain't fucking club culture. That's shitty culture, and I'm tired of it. So, <laughs> shall we go into another Reddit, shall we? Yes, we shall. Women of Reddit, how many times have you been sexually assaulted, uh, sexually harassed, sorry, by a man in your life? And it's just too many to count. I've definitely lost count. Like so many people just going like yeah like all the fucking time like <laughs> just too many to count and like I, I've definitely lost count myself um it's just so sad that I, and this is what I'm saying like it's literally it has literally become a societal norm like at this point like really it has become a societal norm we're all just in, like like what's the desensitized What's that fucking word? Fucking here, Ginger Jess. <laughs> Ginger Jess. Jess is here saying, like, I want to do a podcast. I can't even know. I don't know what words are. Desensitalized. Oh, do you know what? We're moving on. Another word. Let's think of another word. Not emotional to it. Let's go. <laughs> Not emotional to it. Um, because it happens so regularly and it happens to everyone and everyone just kind of sweeps it under the rug and it just should not be swept under the bloody rug.
Um, I promise I will move on to a different topic um, as it goes on. And we'll go, we'll do a bit lighthearted. The last 10 minutes of this stream. Um, Desensitised. Is that it? I don't know. Do you know what? We're moving on. <laughs> We're moving on from the word. Um, yeah, we will, we will get into some funny things or whatever as it goes on. But right now we are getting into the thick of it because I've, I've been holding my tongue for so long. So we're talking about it. This is something I wanted to talk about. And this is something I wanted to talk about for num for numerous reasons. Um, number one is because, as I said, the one guy that messaged me on Instagram that was talking about sexual harassment was saying that I should be flattered. I should I should love that I get catcalled. So this is on Unpopular Opinions Reddit. Yeah, so you know it's going to be like, oh, what are you about to say? You're going to say something that's going to offend me. Probably. And that is basically unpopular opinions. Um, as a male, low-grade sexual harassment can be flattering. As a male, I always find I always feel super confident and energized after receiving low-grade sexual harassment. Today in an elevator, it was just me and a woman as she was getting off the elevator. It was like the 40th floor. She turned and said to me, Well, the view was better in here. Made my day. Who's going to tell this man that that was not sexual harassment? Oh, I don't know. I feel like that was a really nice compliment. And yes, I suppose in a way you could deem it as sexual harassment because it's maybe sexually inviting, I suppose. I mean, she was just complimenting his looks. Um, but... It's bizarre to me that there are some men, and again, I'm not going to get into this all men sort of thing. I'm not even going to touch upon it because fuck that. Um, but what I am going to touch into is there's a lot of fucking men, apparently, that think that sexual harassment and sexual assault is literally just a compliment. And in that instance, if a man came up to me and said, oh, you look really nice today, I'd be like, thank you. I wouldn't report it to the fucking police because that's not that's not an issue. Like if someone came up to me and was like, you look really nice today, but oh, thanks. I wouldn't be like, fuck you for sexually assaulting me, because that's not what that is. And I I don't know if the man who told me that like, oh, you should enjoy being catcalled kind of thought the same process and was like but it's just compliments like it's just them complimenting you and there's such a difference between a man or a woman coming up to you and saying I, I think you look really nice to a man or woman aggressively whistling at you telling that they want to do things sexually with you following you continuing this disgusting behaviour and making you feel like this fucking small and constantly harassing you, there's such a difference between a compliment and sexual harassment. There's such a difference. And obviously, context is everything. Blurred lines is everything. I completely understand that. Um, but I think maybe that's what this man who'd said to me that I should just enjoy catcalling because he sees it as a compliment... But, like, I'm telling you now, most people do not find it a compliment. Most men, if a woman starts shouting at them, like, I want to fuck you, you're not going to be like, oh, chill, Janice, let's go around the back and fuck. You're going to be like, chill the fuck out, Janice, learn some respect. Do you know what I mean? There's such a difference. Um, let's, let's get into the comments, shall we? Let's go into the comments. Um, someone's put, it's one of those things where a lot of men get their backs up thinking, I wouldn't do that, that's not me, yet not realising it wasn't a personal attack to every bloke on the planet, oh my god, I could kiss you, <gasps> that is it, oh my god, not sexual harassment, oh my god, literally doing a bloody podcast about sexual harassment, I tell someone I want to kiss them, I didn't mean it like that, so sorry. <laughs> Only I would do that. Oh, my God. So sorry. Um, but what I meant to say was thank you so much for saying that point. Uh, your point is literally dead on. The, it became an issue of, like, not all men. Not all men do that. And it's like, yes, okay, not all men do that. I think we fucking know. Just the same way as if a, if a white person, which, to be fair, a lot of them have, a white person has gone gun shooting and has just shot loads of people, whatever. 
and everyone's like, it's always the white people that are mentally unstable. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh my God, they're talking about me. No, they're not talking about you. The same way as if one person who is white is racist and someone, like, it's not, <laughs> if, white, if a white person is racist, that's not to say that every single white person is racist. It's not all men. Obviously, it's not all men because I know a lot of fucking men in my life that are really wonderful and are lovely. But I think it's really fucking weird that you feel the need to say not all men. Do you know what I mean? Like, why do you feel the need to come back with a, well, I'm not like that? Okay, Dan, I never said you was, darling. <laughs> but it's weird that you're that upset that you feel the need to tell everyone that. <laughs> It's like, like, nice guys. Like, they're like, I'm a nice guy. And then it turns out the majority of the time they're not fucking nice. They're fucking weird and you need to leave. It's kind of like one of those situations. But, like, this whole not all men thing, like, I... Th th that's really what those people on Instagram was attacking and was really talking about. And it was like, Jesus Christ, let's not even get into that, shall we? Um, Here we go. Um, here we go. Right, let's talk about something that isn't about sexual harassment and isn't depressing because it has been 50 minutes of me just going, getting a bit much, do you know what I mean? It's getting a bit heated in this house. So let's take it down a notch. Let's put on some smooth jazz. No, I'm not trying to... <laughs> I don't know where that came from. But I thought it would be a really funny thing for the last sort of like 10 minutes of this live stream podcast. I don't even fucking know what this is anymore, to be fair. Um, but the last 10 minutes, I thought it would be really fun to talk about <laughs> my unpopular opinions. Seeing as we've gone into unpopular opinions of Reddit, I thought, let's do this. I actually want this to become like a segment of the podcast. Because I have a lot of unpopular opinions. I have a lot of them. And I'm ready to discuss them. <laughs> First unpopular opinion. And this is going to affect a lot of you. And this is going to upset a fucking lot of you. Are we ready? I fucking hate roast dinners. <gasps> I know. I put it on my Instagram the other day. And everyone was outraged i've never seen so many people come for me over gravy in my life it was like world war three i had i shit you not a hundred dms full of people saying i've not had a good roast dinner the person who makes my roasts a, a, a shit clearly my mum was devastated <laughs> she's such a good cook and there was just these hundreds of people coming into my DMs going, whoever is cooking your meals is shit. And my mum's like, I'm a good mum, I promise. It was, I could cry thinking about it. It was so fucking funny. Watching my mum have a meltdown. Because <laughs> a hundred people were saying, your mum's a shit cook. My mum was devastated. And I have to say this here and now, Donna, if you're listening... I'll tell you now, she's not a bad cook, guys. She's not a bad cook. She's a really good cook. It's this, everyone was going, your, your chicken's not seasoned. I'll tell you, it's bloody seasoned. It's good, okay? My food's good. I just don't like it. And I think it's because I had an ex-boyfriend and he used to have a roast every single week and i i think because of that having it so much so often i i just can't i just don't like them now and i think as well there are just so many other fucking better options i'm sorry there are so many other better options a roast dinner is essentially roast potatoes roast veg and a roasted chicken or like your roasted meat or whatever you have in that's it and you're telling me it's revolutionary. You're telling me it's, like, incredible. It's your favourite thing ever. No. That is not your favourite thing ever. That is a bland fucking meal. 
Have you ever tried anything else? Because it is so much better than that. There are no flavours. Where's the flavour? I'm bored of it. It's bland. It just tastes like gravy and I'm over it. <laughs> and I'm ready to say that that is my unpopular opinion. <laughs> People love a roast, especially in the UK. I know I've got a lot of American viewers. So I know that maybe you won't get this as much. But in the UK, roasts are the thing. Every single Sunday you have it. Why? Why every single Sunday? I get it for religious reasons. For some Christians, that's what they do. However, some people just religiously love roast dinners every Sunday. There are other cuisines in this world that you can eat. And why every Sunday? It's a bit cultish to me. I'm like, if I'm not having a roast on a Sunday, people look at me like I'm funny. They're like, oh, roast Sunday, so excited. And I'm like, I'm going to have a fucking carbonara. I don't know what you're chatting about. Um, <laughs> see, this is what I mean. People are commenting on the live stream going, I love a roast, best thing since sliced bread. Do you know what's best thing since sliced bread? Sliced bread. Oh my god, that sounds like a bloody tongue twister. But sliced bread is better than roast dinner. I'd I'd rather sliced bread with a bit of butter on it any day than a roast dinner. Can't lie to you. That's how I feel. <laughs> um, what's another popular opinion of mine? I love gherkins. Oh. I love gherkins. These are all food related. Can you tell I'm hungry? Um, no, I fucking love a gherkin. And anyone who sits there and tells me otherwise, I just do not agree. I love gherkins so much to the point where if I have gherkins, like pickles in a jar, oh my God, this is so disgusting. People are so going to judge me. But if I have pickles in a jar and I've finished all the pickles, I'll get out a straw and I'll drink the pickle juice. I can't believe I just said that. That's now out there on the internet for everyone to hear. Yes. And I, you know what? I haven't just done it once. I've done it more than twice. <laughs> I've done it loads. I got really hungry one day and I was like, yeah, get myself a pickle. Got myself a pickle, ate it. Nom, nom, nom. Nice. Um, and I was like, oh, this pickle juice is nice. <laughs> And how it how it started, I got a spoon out. <laughs> I got a spoon out and I started like licking the spoon and then I just started like devouring it and then I, I just thought, fuck it, I'll get the straw and start. <laughs> um that's how much I love gherkins <laughs> and like pickles and that. And I don't and people are like, oh they're so gross. Why? They're so tasty. They're like the best savoury snack I've ever had in my fucking life. I love pickles and I will die on that hill. I will die on it. Okay, let's go for a final unpopular opinion, shall we? And my final unpopular opinion. Cameron said on onion pickles are amazing too. Onion pickles. <gasps> onion pickles? I call them pickled onions. But yeah, onion pickles. Onion pickles, I think I've said that about a million times, are fucking brilliant. Oh, I fucking love onion pickles. Pickled onions, pickled onions. I love it. Oh, Mark is not having it. Ew, pickle juice, lol. I've never cared for pickles myself. Um, I'll have them on a burger, but I have two friends who love pickles. Um, so I guess they're good to people. They are good to people, Mark. And I am that person. If we go to Mackey's and someone's got a cheeseburger and they're like, eh, pickles, I'll be like, I'll have them. Give them over to me. And then I end up having everyone's pickles and I just get this mountain of pickles in my burger and it tastes so good. That's how I feel about pickles. Anyway, let's go on to my last final unpopular opinion. My final unpopular opinion is... Are we all ready for this? Because I don't think... Uh, I don't think you're all ready for this one. I mean, to be fair, these have been pretty tame, but this one I actually feel like people might be uh, like quite upset about. I mean, to be fair, I'm actually just gassing it up massively and you're all just going to be so disappointed when I say it. Um, but my final unpopular opinion for the day is Harry Potter is a bit of a cunt. I said it. <laughs> I said what I said, and I mean it. <laughs> I feel like cunt's actually a really strong word to say. He's just a bit of a wanker. Like, 
we'll talk let's talk about it shall we why i do not like harry potter um not as in harry potter the franchise i love that bitch no we're not talking about that we're talking about harry himself harry potter is a wanker (laughs) for so many reasons um but one of the reasons uh is the whole cho incident oh my god can we discuss that for one second you're telling me you're telling me this fucker saw his friend die he literally saw his friend die in one film and was like oh my god cedric is dead spoiler alert by the way jesus i really spoiled that for people if you ain't seen goblet of fire honey i'm sorry um but right he sees his friend die. It's very dramatic. It's a very big ordeal, whatever. And then the fucking next film, he's necking his dead mate's bird. And also in the film, they're not just, like, fucking sticking each other's tongues down each other's throats in an aggressive, weird manner, but they are literally doing that in front of a picture of the dead friend... And it's a live picture, like he's just there smiling, like moving around in those fucking pictures like they do. And he's just there like, ha 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 ha, watching his friend and his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend I suppose, necking on. He's not a nice guy. (laughs) He's not a nice guy. So um, I'm not happy with that. That and the fact that, I don't know, I just think it's a bit weird that he he got off with Ginny in the end and was just weird about it with Ron and Ron's just there like, chill, whatever. Um, I think it's also really fucked up, right, that he, whenever something happens, like a really big incident happens, like, I don't know, they're storming the Chamber of the Secrets, they're playing scary chess where they're like... (laughs) no Ron no you can't B6 to you know that whole shebang (laughs) I don't know why I started to reenact it but I did um that whole thing whenever there's something really big happening Ron and Hermione go over and they're like we'll help you and this fucker turns around and goes no guys I need to do this on my own what the fuck these two people, Ron and Hermione, have risked their lives on multiple levels, multiple times. She's had to fucking wipe her family's memory for Harry so that they never know her ever again. And they're just sitting there like, oh, okay, we'll go fuck ourselves then, shall we, Harry? These entire years that we've spent putting our energy into keeping you alive. And then when it gets to the big moments, you're like, guys, I need to do this on my own. (laughs) Sorry, I am the chosen one. Fuck off. I I would hate Harry Potter if I saw him. If I was in fucking (laughs) Hogwarts and I saw him, I would just think he's the worst person. He's a pick-me boy. He's the epitome of a pick-me boy. He's like, but I am the chosen one. And he's like, oh my God, you're so full of yourself. You are so full of yourself. You think you're the shit because you are the chosen one. Well, fuck you for being so up your ass about it, Mr. Potter. And I just think like, I don't know. I just get weird vibes from him. And that's how I feel about Harry Potter. That's the end of my podcast. <laughs> I don't know how this went. I feel like I'm going to go back on the footage and be like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Um, I feel like I'm going to go back on this and just be like, well, I was just chatting shit for a whole hour. Um, I probably was. And I feel like I said, um, like, yeah, you know what I mean, dunno, ha 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 ha, way too many times, so when it actually goes into the audio version, I feel like my podcast is going to be like 30 minutes long after I cut out all the bullshit of me talking, um, but yeah, anyway, this has been the live stream podcast, it's the first ever episode, obviously I am nervous guys, I don't know if you could have tell, but I'm so nervous and I don't actually really know what I'm doing, and like most podcasts, 
someone is there with someone else. Do you know what I mean? Like, someone's there talking, having a dialogue, having a chat. I've no fucker, except for you guys, which I appreciate on the live stream um, chat. Um, but yeah, I have no one else. And last week, I had my boyfriend there helping me out with audio stuff. And this week, I don't even have him. So I've literally had to deal with it all on my own. Um, knowing that, you know, I actually might fuck up multiple times. I've no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but I hope it went okay. Let's, fingers crossed it went okay. Um, but next week, what will we talk about next week? I don't fucking know. I'll probably just talk about what I want to. Do you know what I mean? I just, like, talk about what I want to when I want to. And today I wanted to talk about the origin of this podcast so that we can, like, continue onwards, knowing kind of, like, what the fuck we're doing. Um... Which is not a lot. We actually don't know what the fuck we're doing. I, I don't know about you, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, I feel like I've literally just sat here and just spoke out of my asshole. I really do. I really feel like I've just spouted the most shit. But you know what? That's all right. That's all right. It is fine. And I'm sure someone will find this entertaining. You might not. You might not. Yeah, nothing else to say to that. You might not. <laughs> That's it. You might not. Um, okay. Right. Thank you so much to everyone who is listening. Thank you so much to anyone who has taken the time out of the day to listen to me drivel on. You have literally... How deep is this? You have literally taken out, um, like, time out of your life and spent it on watching me. Those are precious minutes. We don't know how long we've got left on this earth. And you've wasted it on me. Now who's the mug? Nah, <laughs> joking. Anyway, thank you so much. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, guys. It is the weekend. It's Friday then. Oh, getting a bit of getting a bit of song in here. Um, but yeah, no, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Have a wonderful rest of your evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much. I love you all. And until the next time, I'll see you all later. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like this podcast. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Talk about it. You know, do all those fun things that people would badger on at you about. And you sit there and you're like, all right, we don't really fucking care. No one ever likes the YouTube video. But you know what? You could do me a solid just for me. You could. Come on, we can do it. Um, anyway. Thank you so much. I love you all. Mwah. Have a wonderful time. Oh my god, just fucking leave the live stream already. Do you know what I mean? You're fucking talking out your ass. Bye.